took hold of my heart Knowing that things couldn't fall apart Your eyes, they had me from the start And we fell Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you with episode 49. We are one away, for those who struggle with math like myself, we are one away from episode 50. We are so, so excited, and we are very grateful for all of you to be listening to us this much. Uh, everyone say hello to the co-host here, Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, B? Yo, what's going on, my brother? Ah, man, it's uh, it's a good day, man. You feeling good? I'm feeling great. All right, well, let's get feeling even better by welcoming our guest here today. We've got Blake from O Weatherly. Blake, what up, dude? What's going on? Yo, Blake. What's shaking on your end, man? What's going on? Nothing much. I'm just I'm headed toward uh, Tulsa right now. We're about 45 minutes out uh, to play our our last state of our spring breakout tour in Samara. Hell yes, you nice. are. And that is a great transition into the very first segment here for episode 49. So you guys have been traveling around for a lot of April on the spring breakout tour. The last date of this tour, like you mentioned, is. April the 25th, as everyone's listening, that would be today. So, uh, overall, Blake, how's the tour been? Oh, it's been great. I mean, we've had a, a pretty good turnout at most of the shows, and I don't know, just really good vibes from fans that come out from hours away just to see us. Right. How, now, yeah. it's the end of the tour, so, I mean, how's the endurance? How are you feeling at the end of this whole thing? Uh, you know... It's, it's funny you ask that because there was kind of a, I don't know, a sickness going around between the other band that kind of transferred to some of us. So oh, no. we've been we've been a little bit down in the dumps for the past couple of days, but we, we had uh, two days off, including today. So we've had some time to recover and so basically feel a little better. Basically, the show tomorrow, well, again, for those listening, it is today, April the 25th, but uh, you guys are going to be ready to fucking slay this last date, right? Oh, yeah. We're ready to wreck it. There you go. We're playing with our good buddies and keeping secrets. Oh, awesome. Killer, yeah. Has there been a, a, a date so far that you have loved or that's going to stick with you the most uh, on this spring breakout tour? Yes, actually, the Foundry in Cleveland. Fuck was, yeah, uh, that's my hometown is Cleveland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that was not I mean that was an awesome turnout, super a bunch of support from the local bands and even just the local scene just seemed really real and raw. Yeah, it yeah. is. Who did you play with yeah. from Cleveland? Who were some of the local bands that uh helped you out? Uh, I was Taylor Scott, Up to Nothing, and then uh one other band, I can't remember the name. Awesome. Now, then we had Riviera. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Now, Blake, uh, from what I was seeing on the socials uh, as we were preparing for this interview, it seemed that uh, you and Dallas 
both just celebrated a birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, we we left actually for a tour the night of our birthday on April 12th, so. Well, happy belated birthday. Yeah, you, happy you birthday, got, brother. You guys share the same Thanks. birthday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got the same birthday. Actually, the our other original guitarist from a couple years ago, his birthday was the day before ours, so it's kind of funny. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> you guys are uh, kind of all on the same page there. Now, yeah. what did you guys do to celebrate? Anything in particular? Um, not so much, really. I, I can't say that we didn't have a couple of drinks before we hit the road, but <laughs> we, I mean, I, I went out with my family for lunch before we left. We left on the night of the 12th. Right. Uh, but yeah. Now, did you get any cool gifts from anybody? I, I did actually. Yeah. And, um, let's see, where was that? It was a show. Hey, oh, it was Salisbury, Maryland. Okay. There was there was a fan that came out and gave me uh, like just a couple blue bonnets from from Texas. Oh no way! Yeah, I was like, what? Now, yeah. So. Speaking of Texas, now from what I understand, you're from what North Carolina? You personally? Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up there. And uh, you guys are stationed in Dallas, though, right? Yes, we we all live around Dallas within like a. 30, 40 mile radius. So I, we have a friend of the podcast from Corpus Christi, Texas, and she, I mentioned her from time to time on the, on the show. It's at little chicken noodle. And she always talks to me about this place that every touring band when they're in Texas seems to stop at. It's like a big deal down there. It's, I think it's called Bucky's is, do you know what I'm talking about? Bucky's. Uh, I know of a gas station named Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what she was saying. It's like this huge Wait. gas station, like convenience store kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's a big deal. What? Why? Why is it such a big deal? Everybody I, talks about it. <laughs> I don't really know to be honest. I mean, I've been in there a couple times. It's like a, it's just like a general store. It's got really clean bathrooms. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Everybody says <laughs> that to me too. So. Everybody's talking about the bathroom. I know it's uh, hey, look. I guess there's certain things, especially you know, being in a touring band that you you may take for granted, and and just having a nice place to take a shit, you know, might be one of them. <laughs> so um, now, but before we leave the topic of uh, the birthday that was just celebrated, what was the best birthday gift you've ever gotten in your life? Can you think of one? Ooh, um. I mean, probably the most dramatic gift I got was on my six, 16th birthday when I got my car. I, I had no idea. I mean, they, my parents made me believe I wasn't getting a car. I kind of just settled with that idea. <laughs> and they took me out to dinner, and my mom was like, what, or, will somebody go grab my wallet out of the car or something like that? I don't know. And so they, I, I guess they already planned for no one else to say anything. So eventually I said, yeah, sure, I'll go get it. And so <laughs> I'm walking outside and I look through the window. I'm like, dang, that's like, that's the car I wanted for my birthday. It's so funny. I saw it. I saw like someone in the car and it was, it was my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and what kind of and car I was, like, was it? Wait. It was a Subaru Impreza WRX. Oh, fuck. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely a hell of a gift. 
uh, for oh, a yeah. birthday. So, uh, and I'm sure well deserved, my friend. So, <laughs> now we like keeping things positive here at Spinning Thoughts, but we always like to know if there were any touring fails or hiccups along the way for your most recent tour here in April. Um, so far this year with the bands that we've had on the show, it seems like the sailing has been smooth. And trust me, we do hope that tours go well for bands. However, do you guys have any touring fails? Uh, it does make for good content. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, our first tour, basically, I'm not going to name any names, but the guy who booked it for us uh, was kind of set up through our label, but not really. It's like kind of a semi-recommendation somewhere down the line. And so I hit him up personally. And so he he pretended to have an entire tour booked on our first tour. <laughs> and it ended up completely dropping. Seriously, the uh, whole thing? But there were... We played one date in Texas. <laughs> and then we we got a crazy opportunity out in L.A., I mean, it, it turned it turned out super like beneficial. We we met some really cool people, some people high up in the business. So that which got us where we're at right now. Got tons of things coming. So this all starts from that. This is like the epitome of you know just uh, keeping a positive attitude and always looking for the good in things because uh, clearly something really fucking amazing came from it. Then, huh? Oh yeah, the best thing that's happened to the band so far. So. Awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, before the band uh, set off on this tour here in April, you guys did make an appearance at the So What Music Festival. How was that? It was amazing. We played at the Curtain Club. The entire place was packed out. And and I didn't even see it. We were hanging out in the green room right before we played. And uh, it, was actually, it was a showcase by my record label, We Are Triumphant. And uh, yeah, we were just in the green room. And I walked up on stage. There were curtains, so I couldn't couldn't see anything. I didn't know how many people were going to be out there. Before, we, before I went to the, back to the green room, there was like maybe 50, 60 people. And then curtains open, we play, and it's packed out. It's the best feeling ever. So Absolutely. Now, fill me, Blake, and some of the listeners in. Where is the So What Music Festival? Where did that take place at? Um, well, the last two days took place at Airhawk Stadium. Uh, we played a, a Deep Ellum secret showcase, uh, which is in Dallas. Airhawk Stadium, I think it's in Grand Prairie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Killer. So are you guys hitting up any other festivals this year? Yeah, that was my next question. What other festivals you got planned? We don't have actually really anything in the books for, for right now because we have so much going on with uh, the, the deluxe EP coming out. Uh, the pre-order in may and then we have our entire new record that we recorded recently which we're going to start reporting music videos nice tons yeah, of stuff going that's on gonna be sweet and and we're going to be talking about those two topics here uh in the next segment so before we move on to that i do want to ask this question it's it's a pretty fun one blake so uh the previous episode we just did episode 48 we talked to david from Carousel Kings. I'm not sure if you're familiar, uh, but they're, they're really fucking good. Um, we asked him what his biggest touring pet peeve was, and he said dirty socks. He can't stand when his bandmates leave dirty socks around. Uh, 
you, you know, the van, and he's not against tossing them out the window. Do you have any touring pet peeves of your own? Um, you know, with a bunch of guys in a van, it's really hard for it to smell nice. We, we do bring Febreze. <laughs> Got to. Uh, we bring, yeah, I, I have a trash bag in the back where I throw all my dirty clothes, and the, you know, it's in a trailer. And then the only thing that I think sucks on the road is public restrooms. And that's why and, Bucky's is so enjoyable, right? say that the, the place that's to take it. a shit is a, a really valuable it's absolutely fantastic. commodity. Yeah. <laughs> so other than, than public bathrooms, you would say uh, your biggest pet peeve is the locker room stench in the van. Is that right? Uh, pretty much, sort of. Yeah. I mean, if I if I was touring around in, in my band, I'd say my biggest pet peeve would just probably be in a van with Brandon. Um, but, you know. Which all, which everyone else in the world would love to do. Yeah. They're I'm, so jealous I'm, of you. I'm so sure. Take it for granted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Blake. So you mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago, we're going to dive into this. Um, about some music right from the band. So in July of 2016, O Weatherly released your debut EP, Long Nights and Heavy Hearts. Congrats on the release. Yeah, congratulations, Blake. We're we're really we're really big fans of it. Um, and you said this was the official first release from the band, right? Uh, well, this isn't the the original release. The original release happened a couple months prior. Okay. Before we signed, so we are triumphant. So, what did you guys have to do? Did you go back and redo the whole thing in a different studio? What was that process like? No, actually, we I had already saved up money to go and go big or go home and record uh, <laughs> at ZK Productions, <laughs> where they recorded and produced Mayday Parade, All Time Low, yeah. Cartel, yeah, tons oh, of yeah. the big bands, big names. So I I went all out for it, and I mean. And it paid yeah, off. It ended up working. Yeah, yeah, it, fuck, yeah. It definitely ended up working. Uh, very, very cool. Now, how does O Weatherly approach writing and recording an album? What is the band dynamic? This is always really interesting for me to hear because every band, there's no cookie cutter way, uh, you know, to to record an album. So, tell us about how O Weatherly does that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's changed because when we first recorded the first EP, Long Nights and Heavy Hearts, it was only Dallas and I in the band. And there was we had a drummer that's no longer in the band. This is our first drummer. Yeah. Who, who recorded with us. But yeah, Dallas actually flew back from California to come back and write the EP with me after I sent him a demo. And yeah, so I mean, we, we both, uh, he writes a lot of the guitar parts because he's better than me. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's that that's how it started. Now that we have new members, uh, Angel, our other guitarist, yep, has helped incorporate a lot of the new ideas and just thoughts with our our new record that we recorded. What is and, your favorite track off the EP in general? And also, what track do you and Play join live the most? Are they the same? Are they different? Bring us up to speed. Um, let's see. My favorite track on the EP. I, yeah, I think I like Get It Right the best. And then I also like playing Get It Right the best live. 
So, so all around, a lot of, get it right is where energy. it's at for you. For me, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. People Hold. seem to like Lost and Found. Yeah. Live, yeah. And uh, we're actually going to be uh, listening to that track here in a moment. You're reading my mind, Blake. We're on the same uh, we're on the <laughs> same page. I really, really dig it. Um, so what I would like to know a little bit more about, and I'm sure the listeners um, are going to be uh, interested as well, too. On May the 19th, pre-orders open for the deluxe version of Long Nights and Heavy Hearts, and the album drops officially on June the 16th. So explain to us and our friends listening what people get with the deluxe copy of Long Nights and Heavy Hearts. All right, yeah. So we're super excited about that one. Uh, the May and On May the 19th, if you pre-order the deluxe version of Long Nights and Heavy Hearts, you get two tracks uh, instantly. So you're going to get Lost and Found acoustic version. Nice. And then you'll get a new track that I recorded called Dream Girl. Boom. And and then uh, the five songs that are on it are just commentary of our on our first EP, just explaining and walking through what it was like writing it and yeah, how we, how I felt and how we Dallas felt while recording and going to the studio. That's a really really cool approach on um, on a release. What what inspired this? I don't see this very often. Yeah, I've never bands. I've never I've never seen it. That's awesome. Uh, it was kind of just like a, a material kind of thing. Uh, Dream Girl, I actually, I, this was, the whole deluxe thing was just an idea between me and the label and the band. We just kind of talked about it a little bit. But after writing Dream Girl, uh, our manager, Greg Long, like loved that song. So he said, we should put that on the, the deluxe and we also recorded an acoustic version of Lost and Found, which we were going to put out either way. And we just decided, you know what, let's just make it a whole release. Do you do you guys ever do, like, acoustic shows? Do you incorporate that at all into a set? How do you guys uh, handle that? We haven't. Thing? We haven't done that, actually. Is that something you're planning on doing? Or would you like to try? Uh, well... Yeah, I mean, in July I'm planning on going to Germany, and I, I actually already have tickets, but ah, sehr gut. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna set up some uh, some acoustic shows out there where I can. You know, a couple of people that said they could help me out, so just play a couple of acoustic sets out in Germany, see how that goes. So maybe it'll work in America. There you go. So why? What are you going to Germany for? Is it a vacation? You, you got friends, family over there? Uh, actually, it's our, for our first drummer. He uh, got married and went to the military and now lives out there with his family. Oh, no way. So, yeah. Going to so visit and go say hello. With them. Yep. Nice. Just you, Blake, or is the whole band going? No, it's just me. Just you? All right. Very yeah. cool. Very, very cool. Now, uh, Blake, you alluded to this a little bit uh, while we were talking here, and, and also you and I were chatting a little bit uh before uh, this interview, what else can you tell us about new music coming from O Weatherly here in 2017? Um, well, we recorded a new EP already. Uh, finished that up in January with the producer of Pierce the Veil's first album, 
uh, Very Portugal cool. the yeah, Man, killer. Chiodos. Oh, wow. So, it's Casey Bates in Seattle. Yeah, you've got really, some good company there. Yeah, we. I mean, we were really excited to work with that guy. It's, it's a lot of fun to work with. Super nice, easy to, to I guess, produce with. So, really do, excited how the EP came out. Do you have an official title for the EP, and do you also have an official drop date that you might be able to uh, to drop on us right now? I do not have the drop date due to uh, current circumstances. We're awaiting some things to fall in order before we were able to set up release dates and everything. But uh, yeah, the title is going to be Make You Bright. Make You Right. Make You Bright. 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 There we yeah. go. I dig it. Um, we're going to have to keep our eyes opened uh, and, and wait for the announcement on when this is going to drop. I'm really, really excited. It, it, dude, 2017 for you guys is really pretty badass, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so ready for it. I'm ready for to start releasing all this material that we have. The momentum is just super, super awesome right now, man. So congrats on everything you've got going on. Um, Thank you, man. Absolutely. Now, we're going to play a track for our listeners right now off of the EP Long Nights, Long Nights and Heavy Hearts. Now, um, Blake, we want to give you the opportunity um, to give us your best professional radio drop uh, to introduce this song. You want to give it a shot? All right. Lost and Founds by O. Weatherly off the EP Long Nights and Heavy Hearts.
finally move on Wait till tomorrow and you will see scream out loud until you hear the sound echo through your heartbeat do i have to watch you So you just finished listening to Lost and Found by O. Weatherly off of the EP Long Nights and Heavy Hearts. Talk to us, Blake, a little more in depth on this track. Any inside info or not so well-known details about the song? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot about the song that I don't think I'll really ever be able to completely open up about because it's super personal, but... Uh, it was originally when it was written i i wanted ideas on what to write about so it's like i don't want to write about a girl this time it's actually our only song that's not about a girl pretty much oh interesting okay and and uh yeah so i asked dallas i was like dude what should i what should i write about and he's like i don't know maybe about like losing someone close to you and i mean just just popped in my head what to write about because I've experienced I had experienced something I mean happened to me so it's easy to to write about that and just came out super raw and natural uh, obviously Blake music uh, you know is one of the most um, amazing outlets uh, for emotion and life experience um, what I'm curious about is in this video, you, you mentioned this is one of the few songs that doesn't maybe revolve around a girl, but in the video, it seemed like, you know, the what we were seeing did revolve somewhat around a female. Is there, what were you trying to get across with the video? Well, the video uh, actually came out a little different than what we had originally planned. But, I mean, the video is more of, more metaphorical and then really about the exact details of what are going on so i mean it's it's just a the girl is just a replacement for what actually had happened yeah Uh, but yeah 
it's represented pretty well on how how it feeling and emotion more than anything. Absolutely. What was the whole process like for recording music videos? I mean, do you enjoy it? Is it something that you, um, is it like a chore that you have to do or is it something you like? Because obviously no, you're we, in a band for music, like you love to make music, that's what you do. Yeah. No, it's it, actually the, the person that we went through for both of our music videos for Lost and Found and Get It Right, uh, Jeremy Brookover, he's, he, I mean, he helps us write everything so we don't have to worry too much about the storyline and stuff like that. We just give them the complete idea and details and then he writes it all the all the parts out does uh, he direct really the video as well yes okay yeah now but. as you were kind of mentioning you have some other music videos out there so um you put out the, the video for lost and found in 2016 <laughs> then later in the year you all dropped a video for a, a story to tell and even more recently in January, I believe, of this year, you released a video for Get It Right. What music video do you like the best, you personally? Uh, I mean, I like the, the Lost and Founds concept the best. Um, is it because of how personal that song is to you? Probably. <laughs> Mostly, <laughs> yeah. And and then a story to tell, it's, I don't know, it's it's fun watching going back and watching that i mean that was that was our trip from the tour that dropped that was just when we were in la we were filming that and yeah just had a bunch of fun so it's it's really just memories going back and looking at that uh yeah what what video was the most difficult to shoot or complete <laughs> get it right actually uh, Bo. In the middle of recording the restaurant scene, Bo had wrecked the van and busted out a window. So really, yeah. <laughs> so, so wait, like you're saying during the the scene in the restaurant, you you like when you were like pouring the glass of water. Well, so, when did it? He was like in the van while you guys were filming. Well, yeah. Well, well when we were leaving, I was like, I asked him to pull around the van. It was in downtown Dallas. So he accidentally, all right, I don't want to make him sound dumb, but I mean, he, he drove into a parking garage, basically that was, and, and then he hit a sign and busted out the window. I had hey, the shit happens, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The music video director was sitting on top of the hood while I deflated the tires and because, I mean, we were hitting the ceiling and scraped oh, up the top of the van. You're saying that. The, the the height like it didn't clear yeah oh god oh yeah that's well that's so good. tricky i mean when the hell do you ever have to really think about that you know what i mean it's true yeah very, very tricky i i definitely would have done the exact same thing so <laughs> no shame there whatsoever um another question that we really dig here yeah, this is one of my favorites uh because i feel like there's always one in every band who is the worst actor in o weatherly for music videos who sucks <laughs> Hey, let me ask the band real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst actor in the band? Say, Bo. I think I heard him uh, say Blake. 
back there. Yeah, no, we're gonna have to go with Bo. <laughs> <laughs> now, and and Bo's the guy who uh, was driving the van then, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. You might want to just kind of cut your losses and put them in a video and get them out of the van, you know? I, I, so, so this doesn't. Not right. a good actor, not, not a good driver. I mean, striking we out here, like, Bo. <laughs> we just like to give him crap. Yeah, give him some shit. Well, Bo, we love you, and uh, I, you, you just got to keep being you. Don't let anything. Yeah, thanks change. for providing all that entertainment for us, Bo. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, without that, I wouldn't have that story. Fuck yeah, exactly. Now, um, when can we expect? the next music video and what track might it be for? Is it going to be another one from the, the debut EP or are we going to be seeing one off of the new EP coming up here in 2017? Uh, I'm expecting it. Hopefully more than one off of the new EP. Hell yeah. More than one. I like that answer. Do yeah. you have, do you have any ideas so far? Um, just on the, uh, the vibe that you're going for in these, or is it just way too soon at this point? It's a little soon, but it's a little, uh, I, th I think it, you'd have to hear the music more or less because it's a little different. It's more, um, matured and I don't know. I, I feel like our music is a lot, a lot more real now. Blake, uh, as we're winding down to the end of this really amazing episode 49, um, I want to bring in a segment that I really enjoy talking to, to artists and bands about. So we call it the satisfy your Spotify segment. Um, basically, I mean, look, dude, you guys push out some really fucking good music and, and I would just have to assume that you're also a fan of music. So satisfy your Spotify is just our way of getting to know more about, uh, the fan side of you in music. So Right now, what's your favorite band that you're jamming to? Is there any one in particular that, that you really just can't get over? Yeah, this this is a really common question for me, and I've got a very strange answer for it. I, I don't listen to a whole lot of music, to be honest. I don't have... Interesting. Tons, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of... I don't know. I, I guess I just... I When I drive, I just sit in the car in silence. Really? I, I'd, I'd rather think most of the time, but... There's one band, uh, Moose Blood. I really dig a song called Knuckles. Yep. Okay. Pretty obsessed with that. Now, but. I guess that's kind of what, you know, uh, right now, current. What's your favorite band or artist of all time? That's another hard one. I, I don't <laughs> think I have one. Um, <laughs> my, my original inspiration was Ronnie Radke of Old Escape the Fate. Wow. He's pretty much... The one that made me want to start singing, and this is back when I was 16. So, what about any others? I mean, it, it is always very difficult to pinpoint like a top band or artist. Yeah. But uh, I mean, just can you toss a couple out there that you just would yeah. say is yeah. like your favorite? Yeah, I mean, I used to listen to Pierce the Veil, Mayday Parade. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a lot of bands of those genres, Sleeping With Sirens, yeah. I Listen to the Skylight Drive. I, I don't know if you can answer this or not, um, but what would you say is one of your least favorite bands? There's a couple bands that like I really <laughs> just can't get into. One that I tell everybody, Brandon completely disagrees with me. I just do not like Nirvana at all. 
and, and I get shit about that from time to time. But is there a band you just don't really like? Um, let's see. I kind of neck deep, to be honest. Okay, interesting. I, I just simply don't really like their music that much. Some of that UK pop punk. You're not digging it, huh? I just can't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, not my jam, I guess. No but problem I mean, with that. One of the most influential pop punk bands right now. So. <laughs> and you know, I talk to a lot of people about music. Obviously, we've got this show. Um, you're not gonna love every single uh, album or every single band that's out there. It doesn't mean that you you think that they have a lack of talent or anything like that. But it's oh, always. Of Always uh, nice to just kind of get uh, both sides of the opinion there. Yeah, you can't love everybody. Right. So, yeah. Blake, we appreciate the insight on your musical tastes and pleasures in the Satisfy Your Spotify segment. Uh, before we start to wrap things up, though, um, just kind of curious. Um, we're you know not even halfway through 2017 here. What What do you hope to... Beyond what we've already talked about, you've got a deluxe version coming out here in June. You've got a new EP coming out this year. You've got some uh, shows and, and all that good stuff. But what are you hoping to really accomplish and 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 put you know down as a success here in 2017? What's the big master plan? <laughs> there's, I mean, there's so much stuff happening right now that i'm completely happy with that i can't really talk about yet but like i i yeah i don't think there's anything that i can talk about so we just gotta <laughs> stay tuned that's all there is to it yeah we uh we really dig what o weatherly's uh doing and the anticipation that i have personally for what you guys co have coming for the rest of 2017 is really electric man i'm looking forward to it um, so before we sign off, Blake, we want to give you the opportunity to, uh, add anything that we may have missed, or is there anything else you'd like to say to the fans of O Weatherly? Any, anything else that, that you'd like to add? I mean, just thanks for all the support. I mean, this is like something that all of the members, it's, it's so surreal. It's, it's a dream for us and it's one that's slowly coming true. So we appreciate all the support that we get, even if it's four people at a show in the middle of nowhere. We love everyone that comes out. It's, it, I mean, we really do appreciate it. And we hope to continue getting all that support and more in the future for uh, all the new music to come. Hell yes. Lots of good stuff coming down the pipeline here in 2017 for O Weatherly. Blake, I want to thank you so much for being here for episode 49 on spinning thoughts your time is appreciated you're about to finish off your tour here on the 25th so uh be safe driving good luck finishing up the tour and with everything else here in 2017 we really appreciate you being here take care right, my thanks, brother Angela. appreciate it guys once again we want to thank blake from o weatherly for being with us here on spinning thoughts mr b dog what you thinking dude what i'm thinking is i cannot wait for this new EP that Blake alluded to, Make You Bright, uh, that will be dropping in 2017. So we all need to be staying tuned for that. You can get your hands on the pre-order for the debut EP, Long Nights and Heavy Hearts, starting May the 19th. It drops officially on June the 16th. Now, while you guys are all checking out O'Weatherly, make sure you are checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. 
We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. We highly encourage you to subscribe for free on the brand new Apple podcast, formerly known as iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all the above. Our brand new website is thespinningthoughts.com. And again, it's thespinningthoughts.com. Signing off from Spinning Thoughts, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Share music. Spread love. Yeah.